following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. Live, is it? Jeez, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Jeez, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out at the end. I'm opening it. Let's call it. I don't know what I never know what happens anymore. I'm going to drink a box. Oh. You hey. Me. Hey, you caught me mid-moxie. Uh, they still uh, make those? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, you drink Coke. celery too, Grandpa? Yeah, I love celery, except celery has high fructose corn syrup. They do make oh. diet moxie, but okay. I'm pretty sure it's a Coca-Cola product now. Gotcha. Uh, but they did go back to the dude pointing at you. I'm uh, Wiggly. Uh, Kyle Von Kubik is on the That's telephone. Me. He's on the uh, Skype. Oh, shoot. I knew. Oh, wait. Skype pipe. There's some name that we have to call it. Weck, All right. You know, Stinky took over Weckack Flipkleys, and there's some name that we have to call Skype more, pipe or something. I don't more remember. More names I'm going to hate. Yeah. Welcome to Pick of the Buck. Uh, uh, Keith Lamash is in the studio, uh, is in a booth as always. He's doing the sound, which is <laughs> revving fantastic. his motorcycle. Yeah, he's <laughs> Keith. Are you there? Yo. And Stinky the Game Master is here once again, uh, overseeing. He is. He has. It's pretty funny because uh, he has like this desk, and I don't know how he had it made. But okay. it's it's like six foot high in the air, this desk, and he has a chair that's up there, too, and he's overseeing our calls. Oh, okay. He's yeah. literally overseeing them. He's overseeing me, yeah. watching my actions, and he's listening, but he thinks that I don't know he's listening. He's in the same room as me, so he thinks if he keeps quiet, he's invisible to us. Gotcha. It's one of those things. So, uh, welcome to Pick of the Buck, uh, Old Man Gamer Pick of the Buck. If you don't know what this is, we're back again. Number one. Four week four. Week four. Four weeks of this in a row. It's uh, been amazing. I can't believe we're this, we've been this steady with any project. A full month. <laughs> yeah. Which is great uh, for We Talk Games. So, Pick of the Buck came about because you only have a buck. So, you oh, pick God, it. No, and you got to pick. Again. You have to pick the game that you want to play with your buck. And uh, this week, Kyle picked the game. If you want to play along at home, what you do is you go to your arcade, you write your name on a dollar bill, and put it in there. If someone else... What? Why do you hate our listeners? If someone else goes to the arcade and gets your dollar, they get your dollar and your name on it. Now, if you're at work... you Listeners, put, just know, I'd I, I love you. I wouldn't do will this you wait? Will you wait? If you go to work... If you still have a job, um, <laughs> go to work and uh, tell your boss that every, or if you're the boss, you start a thing where you take a dollar, you put your name on it. You put the dollar in a hat every Friday, uh. and, and your boss picks a dollar out of there. If it has your name on it, you get the kitty. Now you can have a nice couple drinks over the weekend and become an alcoholic like uh, Kyle. What? On holidays, you put a fiver in there, and look, you can buy some gifts. Finally, you can buy some food for your child. Yeah, all right. Instead of all of that crack. So pick of the buck. Okay. What buck are you going to pick gaming to game your pick in there? Please make it be a vertical game. Oh, and we're out of time. 
this is a hard cut on 30 minutes, friends. All right. Yes. No matter where we are. Hey, are, you, topic, are you now asking cut. me what my pick of the week is? Pick my of the buck of the is, bu- yes. Yeah, my, my game for this week. Mr. Do. Mr. Do. Yes, uh, 1982's Mr. Do from Universal again. Universal. Now, I described Universal uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks. I guess. Yeah. As a company that was a kind of reactionary arcade developer uh, where they would see something that was popular, Mm -hmm. that they liked, and they would uh, do their version of it and, uh, you know, expand upon the idea. Have you played Mr. Do? Uh, I played Mr. Doodoo. But oh, that's okay. a different. That's a different game. You only you, you play you that in once. the toilet by yourself. Yeah, and then you, what you do is you go uh, push the lever, pull the chain. Out comes chocolate choo choo train. Wow. Yeah. My, My apologies the, again. The thing, the thing that you don't know about this. That's called the KLF the manual. If you don't know what the manual is, it came out a long time ago. In fact, I had it on my um, for my Apple Newton, and it's called the manual, and it's how to become a big pop star, one hit wonder like KLF did. And who's KLF? KLF, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, like that. Oh, well, well they had a hit song. Sure. And what you do is you do what's ever popular at that time, and uh, then how to market that, etc. So Universal did this, and you you put your own spin on it, of course. Right. But you try to do something that's in the same vein of something else that's popular. Now this goes deeper than um, than what Mister Do, whatever Mister Do is based upon. I don't know. What this could possibly tie into? Yeah, Mr. Do is Universal's answer to Dig Dug. Oh, uh, hence my hint. Yes, Why much in the way. Music, <laughs> right? And continuous music too. That's what I meant. Yeah, I guess we'll get to the music in a second. But yeah, it's it's like Dig Dug, uh, with a little bit of extra in there. And I would say that it's probably a uh, spiritual successor to Dig Dug more than Dig Dug Two. Oh, definitely, definitely. Because Dig Dug Two is a isometric type of game where you're trying yeah. to sink parts of an Jack, island. Yeah, you're jackhammering away. Which, I, again, a game we might explore later on because I think it gets overlooked. But Mister Do is like Dig Dug in that you're digging underground, you're avoiding enemies, but you don't blow them up with a bike pump and yep. make them explode. I believe you're throwing a yo-yo at them, as far as I can interpret. I believe it's a yo-yo. Well, that's what was on the art. Was it? Okay, I, I wasn't sure about that. I did get to see, again, uh, Universal Beautiful Cabinets with this faux back glass above the monitor. Just very artistic cabinets. I, I love their arcade art. Mr. Do is, in the American version, he's a clown. Evidently, in the Japanese version, he's a snowman. But later on... All right. Uh, turned into the clown that we know forgot and he's, that i forgot yeah, about he, that he's digging underground uh, he's collecting cherries and you can progress through the game in a couple different ways you can either collect all the cherries on the screen or kill all the enemies unlike dig dug there's no point in the game where the enemies run away in dig dug you right. would you know kill some enemies and if there was one left he'd try to hightail it out of there yep um, this game's a little different whereas if you leave the enemies on the screen too long they evolve into different monsters the first time I actually got to sit down and play this game was when I got my um, cocktail table arcade game. Um, and Mr. Do is on there of one of the 60 classic arcade games that's on there. This first time I gave it a shot. Again, because a lot, I, I remember seeing the cabin and thinking, oh, that's just a knockoff of uh, Dig Dug. And just mm-hmm. dismissing it. Right. 
bad decision on my part. When this came out in the arcade, people yeah. went nuts for this. This, oh, this always had a line. Oh, yeah, yeah. They loved the fact of bouncing that ball around. Because right. it was Dig Dug with a, with a bouncing ball. It is a yo-yo, but it, it goes yeah. more like a super ball through the pass that you dig. But yeah, this, I, had a, this had a big line. I know the game came out before that, but what it reminded me of was uh, Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, where instead of a fire flower, you got that flower that gave you the rubber ball that would bounce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is the best mm-hmm. way I can describe it. We shall see. I'm tired. Hello! Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I can hear you. Take it away, Kyle. So yeah, the goal is to complete each screen by performing either one of those two tasks. Collecting all the cherries on the screen or defeating all the enemies on the screen. Now what's up Uh, with the freezing time? Right. If you crush enemies with these giant apples, a la the rocks and Dig Dug, there's an extra bar at the top of the screen with this little goblin that will hi- highlight each letter in the word extra. And uh, he'll come down with four other different type monsters and they'll start eating the other monsters that have been turned into apples. This is very abstract and hard to describe. <laughs> but if you kill the goblin with the letter in his belly, yes. uh, then you get that letter. Again, going back to what Universal did with Ladybug, it's an opportunity to get an extra life, which is not something, aside from getting a, a certain metric of score, is not something you saw very often mm-hmm. in a game. That There's some sort of active mini-game or, or sub-game that you get to get that extra life. So yeah, the time freezes, the other enemies freeze, turn into apples, these purple goblins will come down and gobble them up. Like I said, the first time I got to play this was very recently, and I enjoy it as much, if not more than Dig Dug, because of the added elements. Much in the way of a Pac-Man versus Miss Pac-Man, I would compare Dig Dug and this, like I said, as a spiritual successor, where this is Dig Dug 2.0. With more, more stuff. More gimmicks to do and and more fun. And the reason why my hint last week was, holy shit, they're evolving, is because when I was playing this game, I walked into it blind, thinking, okay, this is just like Dig Dug, and oh, look, I can shoot this ball or yo-yo. And then I saw the enemies on the screen change into a different color and start drilling through the dirt, which is something they didn't previously do. And my reaction was, holy shit, they're evolving. (laughs) Oh, so I, amazing. I had a lot of fun with this game, and it is definitely uh, one, one of my favorite classic arcade games. And Universal is slowly becoming um, one of my favorite hmm. arcade developers because, because of, of titles like this. And the depth of play. You know, sometimes simpler is better. Right. And I think this does a fine balance. You still it's, understand the goals. You know what I mean? Right. It's not right. overly complex, but there's a lot of nuances that you could take advantage of in these titles. And to me, it's interesting to compare um, Universal to Namco because Namco was very successful with Pac-Man, but then struggled to find the follow-up. The same, I guess, could be say, said about Dig Dug because not many people even know that there's a sequel to Dig Dug. Whereas I love you, Dig Dug too. I, I like Dig Dug yeah. too as well, and like I said, hopefully we can talk about it in a future show, yeah. but it's often overlooked, because I don't think it hit the same notes right. as this game did for Dig Dug fans. Right you know? on. One thing that I liked about this, and I don't know if you felt the same way, but 
it's essentially the same screen real estate that you have in Dig Dug, but there's this feeling of being able to create more paths and more complex paths. I really like the arrangement of the side-by-side fruits to collect. Yeah, no, um, and that's the other thing too, going back to the music. As you're collecting the cherries, there's a, like I guess, uh, you're more uh, musically inclined than I'll ever be. But there's a different arrangement of music playing as you're collecting the cherries over the music that's playing as you're just walking around the screen. Mm -hmm. Which, again, we talked about how early arcade machines, because of their hardware limitations, would have to drop the music out to play the sound effects. This is pretty interesting that this had uh, layers of music on top of each other. Now, do you find that you could... Maybe it's because you move faster. But I, I really felt like I could make a lot more paths although i think mr deuce probably a little bit larger in pixel size than mr doug mr doug i definitely agree with the sentiment i don't know if he is or is not Mm. but it feels faster of a game and despite the fact that the enemies can't go transparent and travel through the dirt like they did in dig dug Mm -hmm. they seem a lot faster oh yeah yeah they're 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 like on your ass immediately if you're not careful yep yep and they don't fall for the rock falling trick as much it's, in dig dug either it's very difficult to get it, to hit them on the head with an apple oh and that's the other thing it, unlike dig dug where you can't push the rock the rock's just you know stationary and then you can drop it it cracks and disappears mm-hmm. the apple you can actually push down a path so it falls down a chasm and hits enemies so the apples are actually movable as well does that make sense to you yeah yeah yeah, so, I mean, that's also a nice added element so that you can hit multiple enemies, get that chain, and then have those other little goblins come down for that extra man. Now, I don't know if Mr. Do had any kids, but I don't know if you know how they progress that story with Dig Dug, is that Dig Dug is actually Mr. Driller's father. Right. And uh, I thought that was brilliant, but I guess Mr. Do never had no, no, Mr. Don't or something. No, but Mr. Do was very successful for Universal, so much so that he got several sequels, and his sequels are different takes on different types of games. Yeah. So they didn't repeat the same Dig Dug structure for you know future titles that I hope to get into. Right. The second one, he did maintain his yo-yo, and, and then yes. Wild Ride was kind of... I'm going to have to revisit that, but I, I don't rem- I remember people playing that game, but I never was good at it. And I thought the premise was really cool, um, right. but I just never did very well at it. So I'm, I'm going to have to, maybe if, since other people aren't putting quarters up on the, on the cabinet, I'll be more comfortable in, in trying to give that another go. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Do. Mr. Do. Uh, you could probably. I recommend it. Of course. It gets uh, <laughs> the five out of six pick of the bucks. Sure. I get six. All right, everybody. Hey, uh, why don't you let us know what you think of Mr. Do? You might have already played this, but maybe you just uh, surface play it, you know? And, like, I don't know. Now give it a real go. And give it see another look. Think. Yeah, give it another look. Let's take a pick of the buck on that. Take a look. <laughs> and let us know at wetalkgames.com. It's easy to sign in there if you're not already a member and you get a cute little... Uh, monkey avatar as your default avatar or email stinky at wetalkgames.com or come join us on facebook follow us on twitter we talk oh that's right you can follow us on twitter yeah and each month we'll be giving away a free shout out on twitter are we yeah all right
<laughs> we do that anyway. Uh, hey, everybody. What's this week's pro player tip? Let's find out. Maybe. Fuck. Magic suck will connect you. Magic suck. Hello, this is Chizzy Check with your expert player's tip for Mr. Do. Johnny Capcom has the night off. In Mr. Do, you will, on very rare occasions, see a diamond crack out of a fallen apple. Here's the easiest way to get the diamond. First, make sure you get to the arcade early. As soon as the attendant turns on the Mr. Do cabinet, wait for the demo screens to run through 11 times and have your quarter ready. On the 12th demo cycle, drop your quarter immediately following Mr. Do eating the middle prize. Now, start a one-player game, drop the apple on the lower right, and a diamond will be inside. Collecting the diamond awards you 8,000 points, a free game, and a cutscene of Mr. Do doing a handstand on a diamond with pussy-piercing musical tones cracking your pussy's diaphragm. During normal gameplay, you have a 1 in 512 chance to a 1 in 2048 chance in cracking a diamond out of an apple. Good luck with that, kids. Johnny Capcom returns next week. I'm Chizzy Check. And a teaser for next week's program. Uh, well, I get to pick, so let's see. I'm going to say fair. All right, I'm going to say I wish I was in Dixie, because who doesn't? Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Well, I knew Dixie, and I wouldn't want to be in her. All right, everybody. <laughs> Stinky even shook his head on that one. That's wrong. Stinky has no right to look down Judge. his nose at us. Well, it's he can at a high level of desk. And now T.T. Schmookins will give her We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game Audio Clue for next week. Hello, I am T.T. Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, geeks. Oh, whoa, I almost forgot the pick of the buck. Oh, each man. Week, each week, Kyle sends in a dollar with his name remember. on it. I put my dollar with my name on it, and I yeah. put him in a hat, shuffle him up, and I win. I win the two bucks. Yeah. How do you like apples, Kyle? Hey, if you need a co-host for a show, give me a shout-out on Twitter. Oh, you bum. Up oh, there's somebody with their snowblower. Keith, Keith LaPosh with his snowblower in the background. All right, bum. He's him and his dogs, always out in the snow. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, I hope you like us, and uh, we'll be back with another game that... What? <laughs> I said I'm lukewarm on us. Oh. I like us. All right. Okay, bye. See ya.